0: What are the best value propositions for certifications, like where do you go to get the best bang mm-hmm. for your buck, um, and, and what translates into the best opportunities in the workforce? Welcome to the last Lean Agile Strategies and Tactics podcast. Lean Agile Strategies and Tactics for your personal, professional, and corporate growth in today's constantly changing and challenging business environments. So Dwayne, um, you know, when, whenever we're on podcasts or, you know, you're getting up in front of a group of people and speaking, and oftentimes, I mean, you put your resume out there, you've got certifications, qualifications, degrees, and various other things that you have. Um, in the world of, of Lean Agile, uh, there's a, a rainbow of various certifications mm-hmm. that are out there. I myself, for example, I'm a, I'm a PMP. Um, I have a CSM. Uh, I'm aspiring to uh, get my SPC uh, within the SAFE framework. And so, you know, when I, when I think of all these different certifications and, you know, building on a, on a previous episode, like talking about Agile coaches, um, you know, there's a lot of different choice out there, not only within different sort of, uh, you know, whether it's PMI or Scaled Agile or Scrum Alliance mm-hmm. or, you know, there's different sort of houses of certification, but also different varieties in those different houses. So when we look at all the different options out there for folks and especially at a time when they may be looking to upskill and sort of like build their expertise, what are the best value propositions for certifications? Like where do you go to get the best bang Mm -hmm. for your buck? um, and, And what translates into the best opportunities in the workforce?
1: Yeah. And that does somewhat depend on the role that you either are currently in or you're aspiring to. But I'll be honest, I, being an SPCT, a safe program consultant trainer, I'm biased towards the scaled agile classes. So I'll, I'll talk about those first, but then some of the other opportunities and really the value of it. One of the reasons I'm a fan of the framework and the the business model approach is every class we teach as an instructor, we have a lot of leeway, a lot of uh, room to move, to teach what's needed, to teach the mindset. And I introduce every class I teach with, you will have to study to pass the exam afterwards. We don't teach to the exam and here's why, because we're going to spend the time helping you understand the mindset. And from a certification standpoint, if you're doing professional training, so publicly delivered, you're attending a class, maybe it's held within your company. Your goal in that live instructor-led class should be understanding the nuances, the mindset, the approach, the things that you can't get from the reading and the the study materials and so forth. Again, from a safe perspective, there's tons of study materials. The the scaledagilframework.com website is full of information. It's a knowledge base about the framework. You can learn a ton about the framework. But then I'm reminded of one of my favorite Einstein quotes, and I'm going to very roughly paraphrase this, but that is simply information. Converting it to knowledge is is applying it, actually using it. And so we talk a lot about, and this is where I think the best courses come from, how do you apply this thinking? So you can go read this information. You can study this. You can memorize this. How do you apply it in practicality? Any course that I would look to attend, uh, for example, a, a friend of mine, a SAFE fellow, Jennifer Fawcett, is doing a, a course on neuroscience and how that affects our cognitive abilities within organizations and our relationships and so forth. Absolutely fascinating to me. And I the reason is, is because I know how Jennifer would teach, is she's going to talk about how do you apply this? How do you take this? information and turn it into knowledge
0: Mm.
1: Um, when we teach safe classes for example we're really focused on the lean agile thinking and there's a ton of practices in there and thinking you can use even outside of a safe implementation and i know there's other courses out there that can really help you to think differently um, I've attended courses such as like ITIL, uh, um, I've been instructed in Kanban and different things like that. Things that I say, would it directly apply to what I'm doing right now? Maybe, maybe not. But did it disrupt my mental model? Did it get me to think different? Did it add to my perspective? Then it's valuable. And that, that's the type of course that I recommend is the one that makes you think differently. If it simply affirms your current beliefs, not doing you any good. If it informs and inspires you to think differently, that's valuable.
0: Well, I guess so when I when I look out there in the you know the LinkedIn job posting market, you see postings and 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 call-outs for things like the PMP. So PMI Mm -hmm. has a a long track record of of you know pushing that accreditation. And I, I mean I've taught it I as a PMI certified instructor, I've taught the PMP prep course. So Um, I mean, I understand the value proposition around that particular certification, but what about the others? Like I, I personally, like I, I hear what you're saying when it comes to, you know, challenging your beliefs and growing your, your knowledge base and your experience, but what are companies looking for? Because Mm -hmm. it's funny in a, you know, in a previous uh, episode, we talked about, um, sort of that functional, uh, industrial management model. And that model plays really well with the PMP and the yes. waterfall approach. The the real value, uh, the direction that industry is going today, my personal opinion, is one where, you know, agile approaches and methodologies are the way to go because they bring more value. They They are they are better suited to the environment, the business environment that we're in today. And so, you know, whether that's a certified Scrum Master, I think uh, the PSM is Professional Scrum Master, um, or the Scaled Agile Certifications. Of course, they've got Scrum Master in there too. Um, But is there, um, in, in the marketplace, from your experience, are there specific competencies that... Because I mean, maybe uh, you can become a PSM or a CSM, they're synonymous, you could become a uh, Mm -hmm. a certified scrum master with SAFE. Um, So when we look at the competencies and the things you can do, what, what are the competencies that industry is looking for that we can go and get?
1: So I'm going to answer that in two parts, the competencies they're looking for and the ones they should be looking for. (laughs) The first one is, as you mentioned, Agile. Agile is unfortunately gone from that buzzword to that industry standard. And many people don't understand what that really means. There are far too many people putting on job requirements and job descriptions, Agile understanding, Agile certification, people that have never read the Agile manifesto that believe Agile is a framework or that it's synonymous with Scrum. It, Scrum is based on Agile. So having that mindset, it's difficult to create a certification program that says you have an Agile mindset. But there are a number of courses. You mentioned the different Scrum Master courses from, from Scrum.org and, and Scrum Alliance and so forth. Those are valuable courses and no offense to my, my colleagues in the, in the professional scrum arena, but they're almost more entry level, if you will. Mm. And they need to be, they're accurately. So they need to be almost entry level because the analogy I like to use is we're teaching people how to ride a bicycle that have never seen a bicycle before. They've been in the traditional, as you mentioned, the very traditional PMP, PMI approach And we're bringing up, so they're really good at riding horses. They've never seen a bicycle before. And so we have to be very prescriptive and help them out. And that's where I actually like some of the approach that Scaled Agile uses, is it it is prescriptive to help you get through that learning curve. But Agile is obviously the key buzzword that everyone's looking for. Here's the thing that companies should be asking for is lean, lean in the enterprise. Not so much from a lean manufacturing perspective, although that's really valuable, but how do you take what we've learned in the lean manufacturing space, which relies on same type widget, quality is doing the same thing over and over repetitively without any deviation, whereas in product development, it's the opposite. We intrinsically have variability that if we do a web service and we do another one exactly the same, it's zero added value. So it's intrinsically different. How do we apply that? That's what companies should be looking for. So when it comes to certification courses, I recommend finding something that has that combination that starts you out with how agile helps you to work differently, and how lean helps you to think differently. One of my favorite quotes around that subject is from James Copeland from his book, Lean Architecture. And it's a bit of a controversial statement, but I think it's very accurate. Agile is a way of doing that leads to a way of thinking. And what he means by that is if you read the Agile Manifesto, specifically the 12 principles, they're fairly prescriptive things. And that is not in any way a bad word, but they are saying things like business people and developers should work together on a daily basis. That's a prescriptive thing Mm -hmm. uh, about time boxing, about smaller batches, all those things. Lean is the opposite of that. Lean is a way of thinking that leads to a way of doing. Lean is a set of thinking tools that helps you look at the problem different, understand it, add visibility, and that will lead to different ways of working. And so you put those two together, the yin and the yang together, that's where the value is. However, to your original question, most organizations have not gathered that yet. It hasn't gotten to that level of maturity in the traditional organization. And so they're still asking for that agile certification, that agile experience. Whereas the lean is what's really going to be the, like I said, the yin to the yang. It's going to be the positive to the negative, the understanding of how to apply both elements of it. That's the type of course I would recommend.
0: It almost sounds like when you describe it that way, it sounds like, um, Agile specific certifications in that, for example, the CSM they have like one, two, three um, mm-hmm. with Scrum Alliance, by example, or the disciplined Agile approach over at PMI. That those are all um, like you say, like entry level, like um, non strategic, operational, tactical level skill sets. The Lean approach and pairing it specifically with Lean Agile, i.e., this podcast. Uh, the Lean Agile approach is strategic in nature and allows you to apply strategic thinking to operational and then tactical deployment. Sorry if I'm going a little military in my terminology, but the idea that you have a greater understanding of your, your vision, mission, and intent, the outcome you're looking to accomplish, and how that figures into the big picture, how your Processes and the way you do things support that, and then driving that through the operational level, and then of course the tactical level as far as like you know teams in their day to day uh, getting things done, Um, and the tools that we use to do that, whether it's uh, (laughs) whether you know it's Kanban or PI planning or um, you know different ways to be able to monitor monitor flow uh, and various things like that. Words that you know if you're in if you're in the agile space, you kind of get a sense of what that's all about but it sounds like that's really the 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 differing level or the differing tier agile agile certifications as far as scrum masters and things like that are the first tier lean agile understanding and education is really that second or third tier
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's accurate because agile is the easier starting point if you will, especially from a team perspective, if you're part of a team that whether you call yourself agile or not, you know, you're in that approach, um, understanding agility Mm -hmm. is a key element and it actually makes understanding lean easier. In my experience, I learned lean first, uh, from a professional formal approach through Six Sigma working in manufacturing and supply chain and things like that. And it was, what was funny, we never called it lean. It's just how we worked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It wasn't described that way. Um, You've mentioned, you know, we might talk in the future about Toyota production system. When you talk to someone that has been career based in Toyota and you mentioned the term value stream mapping, they probably have no idea what you're talking about, even though that's where we learned the technique because (laughs) it's just what they do. It's like, well, how else would you do it?
0: The Toyota way. But
1: Yes, yes, yeah, it's exactly, it's the Toyota way. But gaining that initial agile Mm -hmm. understanding, I I like the way Dean Leffingwell puts it, the founder of the Safe Framework. He says, agile for the teams, lean for the enterprise. And Mm -hmm. it's really a quick paraphrase of what you just said. And so to your original question, which certifications do I think are important? They're all important. Which ones are most important to you right now? What is it you're trying to move towards? We have another podcast where we talk about trying to make yourself future proof Mm. uh, or layoff proof in the future. Well, one of those key things is learning the right skill sets and the right skill sets isn't in that type constraint of where you're at right now. It's all that fringe stuff. It's all that stuff around your area, pushing your comfort level a bit. Um, That's where learning is really powerful. Challenging, again, challenging your current mental models.